guys, please join me and enter this week's Catch Up Hub. Thanks so much for joining. This is officially the first ever upload for the Catch Up Hub. This is a podcast that has been set up for you. You being predominantly key stage tours who are keen to hot up on your English skills before the big return to school in September. This podcast is done by me, Amy Bailey. I'm currently a primary school teacher in Devon who's taught all the year groups from year two up to year six. And I'm hoping to bring you some helpful English skills lessons to get your synapses firing up. It's a long time since normal school, but hopefully this will make you feel a little bit more school ready. You'll soon see how English as a language is a huge passion of mine. And from my personal experience, kids in my class love to talk before they write. And talking is the best tool you have to become a good writer. So at the beginning of every podcast, I will be reading you a random talking point. I'll be reading it to your parents too on their podcast, so you'll be able to chat, laugh or have a good debate with them about it after the lesson. So let's see what we have as our talking point today. Today's talking point is... Are zebras white with black stripes or black with white stripes? Cool. So I actually still can't make up my mind on that one, but see what you and your parents think. I should probably explain what we're going to cover in this lesson now. So today we're going to be thinking about vocabulary. In England at the moment, vocabulary is a hot topic in English. Most schools are teaching it using something called tiers. So tier one, tier two and tier three. I'll give you a little breakdown now because I actually think it's super helpful and it helps us understand the use of vocabulary. Plus, it's always just nice to use awesome vocabulary in our writing because it makes our writing sound super smart and intelligent just by swapping out a few words. So here goes. Tier one is common vocabulary. So I'm talking about words you hear all the time. We really need them to make sure our writing makes sense, but they're not exciting. Then we have tier two, which is really interesting vocabulary that we hear much less often. So usually adjectives, adverbs or verbs. And then we finally have tier three, which is extremely specific and technical. So specific and technical words, which are usually nouns and they relate to only one topic usually. So I want you to think about these three tiers of vocab as I'm talking through the learning and see if you can notice exciting words that we meet as I read some sections of the poem that we have coming up. The poem is called The Magic Box by Kit Wright. And there's one more important thing to note. Something that we should really learn to love is finding unfamiliar words. So by that, I mean words we don't know. But finding new words you haven't heard before and then finding out what they mean so you can use them yourself is essentially like growing your brain and growing your vocabulary. So... I like to explain it like this. 
I think of vocabulary in our brains as like a football net. So if you think of each new word as a football being scored into your goal, the aim is to get the net of your goal bigger and bigger so you can catch more words. So each new word you learn becomes another string of the net so you can expand and expand your goal and collect more and more words. Anyway, so while I'm reading, basically just jot down any words you haven't heard before. So then you can pause the podcast and quickly Google it to find a definition, aka grow your brains or grow your goals. Hang on a minute. I feel a song coming on. Okay, so I'm not about to finish that rap, but I will sometimes just throw in a little song just to mix it up a little bit here on this podcast. So we're about to start the extracts from the poem The Magic Box. The Magic Box is written in verses and the first four verses are quite repetitive in the sense that every verse starts with just one line that says, I will put in the box. So I'm just going to read you two of them. And remember, we're thinking about vocabulary, vocabulary, vocabulary. So I have actually got my notepad here with a pen. I've drawn myself a little a little graph, a little table with tier one, tier two, tier three, and some sections where I can jot down some words. So you could do the same. And while I'm reading it, you can listen out for tier one, tier two, tier three words and just jot them down as I'm reading. So I'm going to start reading now. I will put in the box the swish of a silk sari on a summer night, fire from the nostrils of a Chinese dragon, the tip of a tongue touching a tooth. I will put in the box a snowman with a rumbling belly, a sip of the bluest water from Lake Lucerine, a leaping spark from an electric fish. All those first two verses are just too good. So I have quite a long list of tier two. I've got a few things in tier three and I've written down some tier one words as well to go through with you in a minute. But what I'd probably recommend for you guys is to maybe rewind it a couple of minutes and listen to the verses again. And that gives you a chance to like listen to it through again and pick up on any words that you didn't get the first time. In fact, you can listen to it two or three times if you need to, just to make sure you've heard all the words properly, because there might be some, like I said, unfamiliar words in there that you need to just hear again. Now, the cool thing about tiered vocabulary is that I think is always up for discussion and a little bit of debate around which category you put the words into. There's not necessarily a right or wrong. It's kind of like a guide for you. So, For example, I've got a couple of words in tier two that you might have actually put in tier one because they're short words. Now, to me, to make a word interesting doesn't actually have to be long. So I'll I'll give you my examples. I've got tip and sip in tier two. Now, that's fine if you think that's tier one and you've gone for tier one with those two. But I just think I don't actually hear those words too often. So that makes them interesting, although they're quite short. And just following on from that, I think tier three is sometimes the easier category because because it's so specific and technical, everything in tier three pretty much when you're using that vocabulary, it ha- it can only be that thing that it's describing. So I'll read out my four examples that I have in tier three. So I have silk sari, because a silk sari can only really be silk sari. 
Chinese dragon, Lake Lucerine, because obviously that's very specific. Lake Lucerine is a specific lake in a specific place and it can only be referring to that. So that's what we kind of mean by tier three. I've also put electric fish in there. Obviously electric on its own is not going to be tier three. Fish on its own is definitely going to be tier one, but together, because it's used as a noun phrase there, it's, in my opinion, tier three. Now, you might disagree, like I said, and that's absolutely fine. But that's what I've gone for in my tier three category. I will also just quickly run through tier one and tier two columns. I haven't included every single word from the verses, and you guys don't need to either. I just think it would be helpful for you to maybe hear my list so you can compare and disagree with me where you wish, where you wish to. So in tier one, I have summer, night, nostrils, the, and snowman. And in tier two, I have swish, tip, touching, rumbling, sip, bluest, leaping, and spark. Remember how I said at the beginning that tier two can sometimes be verbs? Well, I've actually got three verbs in there, or four, maybe five if you include swish and tip in that category as well so yeah that's my list of tier one and two and my challenge for you today is to write two verses the next two verses of this poem thinking of your own precious things that would be in the magic box and my challenge for you is to try to include tier one tier two and tier three vocabulary within your your attempts at the poem. And what I will also do is I'll tell your parents that this is the kind of challenge that I've set you and you your parents have probably never heard of tiered vocabulary unless you already do it in your school and you've had it as homework or something, but they probably never learnt to do it like this. So your additional challenge, I guess you could call it like the star challenge of the day, is to be able to explain to your parents what tier two, three and tier one vocabulary are and show them where you've used it in your poem. And I think they'll be super impressed with that. Anyway, before I leave you guys to it, I just wanted to let you know that your parents can actually send me pictures and stuff like that over the Catch Up Hub Instagram page and I'll let them know what how to get onto that Instagram page. But yeah, I would love to see the things that you're producing and if you have any questions or anything or feedback for me or um, things you'd really like to cover next time, for example, then just contact me on that Instagram page and I'll get back to as many of you as I can. Thanks so much for joining the hub this week and I hope to see you next week too for more English learning.